Hey, Nacho. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Ooh. Welcome to Late to the Party. Where we talk about movies and TV shows we missed out on when they were super popular. I guess you could say that we're late late to to the the party. My God. So do you remember when we were watching Jessica James? I do. And we had that whole conversation about skating. I do. So I might have the opportunity to go skating. You do. And I'm so scared. You are. <laughs> I'm excited, but I'm scared. I mean, I w- it sounds like a fun time. Yeah. I think it will be a fun time. You just have to fun. believe in yourself. A lot of times, <laughs> I mean, breathe. I haven't gone skating, but like with bike riding, you just have to use the momentum. Like you have to go at a speed. Okay. You can't go like super, super slow or like that's when you fall. I think skating is different because you're on two feet <laughs> as opposed to two wheels. Yeah. But. If I'm falling, do I just have to accept it or is there a way to stop? Um, That part, because I'm not a skater, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I should Google this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But doesn't skating, they have the brakes on like the toes, right? So in theory... I if feel you're like, falling forward, you can catch yourself, right? I feel like you would fall on your face trying to stop yourself. I mean, with that attitude, you might. <laughs> you have to believe in yourself. I'm uh, gonna... Stretch beforehand. You know, you might, if you end up having to do the splits, uh, that's going to hurt if you don't stretch. I feel like I'm going to eat shit. <laughs> uh, sh- sure. <laughs> you might. Gonna eat shit. If you want to eat shit, then you'll eat shit. <laughs> Great. <laughs> if you believe in yourself, then you'll fly. <laughs> You just have to go for it. Amazing. Yeah. Love this pep talk. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm a really supportive friend. Ah, love it. You know who else is a really supportive friend? Giles. And Zelda. Oh my God, they're great. We're watching The Shape of Water this week. Oh my God. I was really excited for this one. This was a really good movie. Yeah. Guillermo doesn't miss. I want to watch all of his movies now. Yeah. My sister loves Pacific Rim. Oh, he did that one? He did Pacific Rim, yeah. I feel like I need to rewatch that one because people love that movie and I feel like I missed something because I wasn't super into it. Same. I think I like just didn't really fully pay attention to it when I was first watching it. Yeah, there is definitely I just something. Knew, like, robots, big yeah. fighting. I think I missed a lot because I was like, how are they in love already? They just met. Right. There's <laughs> that. I know that like drift compatibility is a thing. Yeah. And I see people still like talking about it and they're like, there's nothing more intimate than drift compatibility. And I was like, Okay. Like, shut up, nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just robots. It's just, you're dumb. <laughs> and then in three episodes when we watch Pacific Rim, we're going to be like, oh my God, drift compatibility is so... <laughs> movie is mind-blowing. This is, Have you guys seen this movie? <laughs> That's going to be us. Yeah. We should add that to our list. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it up. Because also, as a early promo slash ask of any listeners, 100 episode is coming up soon. Yeah. And we need some recommendations. Oh, my God. We want to do a big one, but we're so, not sure. if you have any thoughts in that noggin of yours, yeah. let us know. Also, summer blockbusters coming up, Absolutely. Too. That's a Pacific Rim kind of genre. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. All absolutely. Right. That works. Anyway, tell us, what did you know about The Shape of Water? Okay. So, I knew it was Guillermo, and I knew that the main character would bang the fish man. <laughs> yep. But, like, so I braced myself the entire movie because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready for fish peeing. <laughs> yeah <laughs> luckily you didn't have to see it yeah no I'm, spoilers but yeah luck like it was it wasn't crazy it wasn't crazy yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was tasteful respectful yes. if I, you will yeah what did you know about this one same thing i thought the main character was deaf turns out she's mute i okay. knew that sign language was involved i i kept forgetting she was mute and kept thinking she was deaf 
Mm. So I was like, why are people talking at her? <laughs> In the beginning for the first five minutes, it took me a while to like understand that it wasn't deaf, but she was mute. So I was like, there's no way she can hear them. How is she reacting to them? She's a great lip reader. She, honestly, <laughs> that's something. So I watched the movie, The Sound of Metal, which is also about a guy that goes deaf. Oh. Um, he's like a metal drummer and then he becomes deaf like in the middle of his career which has to be like the worst Whoa. Yeah. yeah so it's him like going through that whole entire thing and the he went to this like like rehab facility for deaf people and the the guy that like ran the facility was like I read lips so just make sure you speak slow and I was like I could never like yeah. and I remember in like sixth grade middle school that time when when you know like you would gossip with your friends across the room I would always have the one friend who would try to like mouth things at me and I'm like I can't understand you <laughs> what I would just be like there's no way you just have to <laughs> it's funny actually we learned sign language in sixth grade <laughs> so that we could talk to each other across the room that's so not funny. like sign like la- like actual sign language but just the alphabet yeah. so we would just spell things across the room and then the kids in the class would complain to the teacher but because we were the teacher's favorites like we had that whole thing going on and i was like that annoying kid right your teacher's probably like i can't discourage them learning sign language right <laughs> we just knew the alphabet that, like i wish i knew the words i want to that's something i want to like dive into if we go um into another bout of time where we were just locked inside for a while that that's what i'm going to be don't um, even wish that upon us i won't i don't <laughs> if i so maybe i'll reword that if i ever have the opportunity to have boundless free time yes i will learn sign language with that free time yeah i would like to learn sign language i'll teach you the alphabet hell yeah it's pretty easy let's do it yeah i should print a chart yeah <laughs> Just go through the alphabet every day. You should. It's, that's how you do it. Yeah. I can. I know like five words. I know how to like say play ball and later because there was a girl at camp that was deaf and we would play ball later a lot. Aww. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to oh, gush you about that for a while. <laughs> I'm tearing up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would play ball a lot. Um, I learned how to say sit and no. Aww. And um, thank you is from your chin. Oh. I always forget because like mom and dad is like when you put your thumb to your chin or your forehead and I always forget which one is which. But those are like the five words that I know. Okay. Yeah. That's Not neat. to flex, but I know like five words. That was like such a d- deep flex. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, an yes. original synopsis. Can I tell you? Yes. Give it to me. All right. So when the 1960s is so shitty that a mute woman can only truly feel understood by a fantasy creature, Eliza jailbreaks a sea creature with the help of her two chatty friends and then <laughs> falls in love with it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Was that also, is that a, um, is it a microaggression to call the creature an it? Because I I go back and forth between it and he. Yeah, me too. And I know it's an amphibian man, but I wrote fish man Mm. the entire time in my notes. I mean, that's, you know. And I kind of don't want to change him. I'm too lazy. That's okay. So I'm just going to say fish man. That's fine. There's gills. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong with fish and amphibian right oh no because amphibian means that they can do both uh sea and land right yeah i mean he kind of chilled on land both momentarily yeah Yeah, but he needed to be wet the whole time all the time yeah they should have just carried a little spray bottle (laughs) (laughs) a little mister (laughs) we got you guy yeah okay so yes we open underwater yeah we're going through like some cave or room that's lit up and then we go through some hallway yeah and it's like very soft. And the music, the soundtrack in this movie was out of this world. So I loved good. it. I was like listening to it afterwards. And I'm like, why is it so beautiful to me? <laughs> <laughs> so then we're just going through this hallway, very like nice and serene. And then somebody named Giles gives a voiceover about, if I spoke about it, what would I tell you? And then he says, it happened a long time ago in the last days of a prince's reign. And I was like, what are, where are we? Yeah, right. What's happening here? So then he says that it was like in a small city off the coast. And then he says like, 
what I tell you about her, the princess without the voice. And I'm like, that's the girl. It's girl. The girl. It's her. And I was thinking about, because we just also watched Pan's Labyrinth. I was like, is this the same movie, but just like different? <laughs> it kind of seemed like it for a hot second. For a hot second. And then it wasn't at all. Yeah. But instead of being in the underworld, we're underwater. Underwater. Yes. Yeah. So then everything starts to kind of settle and yeah, muffled noises come in. In an apartment. Yeah. And it's all like underwater. And it's so cool looking. So cool. Oh my Floating God. Floating things. <laughs> yeah and everything's settling and we see this woman and she settles into a couch yeah she's floating there and just sleeping and then we cut to the same room but yes. it's not underwater anymore yeah and the alarm clock goes off and the woman like turns it off so it's the same woman that was just floating but i think her bed is a couch which is sad yeah you know i thought about that like not i didn't realize that until like midway through the movie and i was like wait she doesn't have a bed yeah no that's sad. Her back is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck, that's fine. Yeah, really. So then she gets dressed. She has her morning routine. Uh, the camera goes downstairs into a movie theater and then back upstairs just to establish that we live above a movie theater. Yeah. She draws a bath and fills the tub to the very rim. That's not right. That's a rookie move. <laughs> She's never taken a bath in her life. <laughs> You're making such a mess when you get in Ooh, there. She has to clean that up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She, what she does, ever, although all the water displacement, she just, all this water gets on the floor. Yeah. I'm like, come on, girl. You know? Yeah. And then for whatever reason, we watch her masturbate real quick. And I'm like, now I feel like I know her routine too intimately. I mean, it's part of the routine. <laughs> it's part whatever makes her feel relaxed. Yeah. You know, that gets her through the day. Yeah. That makes her sleep at night. Do you, girl. She's fine. More she's power good. to you. She's not hurting anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so now she's all ready. She's shining her shoe. She's making herself lunch. And then now we, um, we see her like go outside of the building because she has to leave like via fire escape. Well, um, first she has, she goes out into the hallway and then she goes over to bring her neighbor some food. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And we established that he's a painter. They watch TV for a little bit before she leaves. It's kind of cute. It's super I like the relationship. Yeah, me too. But yeah, so she leaves the building and the chocolate factory down the street is on fire. Oh. It's mentioned her and her neighbor talk about it and then we see and it. Nothing. And then nothing. We never touch it again. Bye, chocolate. Yeah. No, no need for the factory. <laughs> So then we see that her name is Eliza and the landlord, I thought this was the landlord manager, but I think it's just the manager of the theater who's like asking her for like about extra rent and throws her some two free tickets. So I don't know. She's the landlord or the manager. I thought that person was the landlord. Right. It was very confusing. And then at the end, I thought it was Giles. So I don't know who owns this building, but they all seem to be very like symbiotic and very like, you help me, I help you. Yeah, really. She takes the bus to a research center and she works there. Zelda's her work BFF. Octavia Spencer. I love her. She's amazing. But I did watch Ma, and she is a little too good in that movie. Oh. Um, it's very scary. But I love her and everything else she's in. Okay. That's good. <laughs> good to know. She's great. She, during when Ma was coming out and she was doing like marketing and stuff for that, there was like the, the memes where they would just put Ma in any movie that had like M.A. in it. So, and then they would meme it and then they would put like her character in that poster. <laughs> it was so funny. That is And I forget funny. like any of them, like none of them come to mind right now, but I remember just like staring at them every single time. Be like, ah, that's so clever. Oh my God. And then just chuckling at all of them. I'll send them to you later on. Okay. They're so Please good. Please do. <laughs> Anyway, yes. So she, Octavia Spencer, Zelda, is keeping, um, uh, what's her name? Eliza's Eliza. place in line. Because th- this is in the times when you like check in via like the punch-in system card thing. Yeah. Do people still do that? I have no idea. My mom does it via computer, so I think it's all electronic now. I've only had a punch-in at like two jobs. I've never punched in my life. Oh my God, you're lucky. Thank you. <laughs> but I only had like one job that was super strict about it. Mm. 
And I was like, I'm only getting paid $8 an hour. It would be that job. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but so either way, so Zelda is keeping um, Eliza's place in line. And then there's some lady in the back that's like, oh, come on, you can't do that. Oh, she's so pissed. And she's like, get over it. It's 30 <laughs> seconds. So then. She's mute. Yeah. <laughs> we just established that they're always looking out for each other. Yeah. And then we see that they're part of the midnight cleaning crew. And Zelda's talking about something. She's just basically, we're seeing that Zelda does not stop speaking. That's why they're best friends. And Eliza has no choice but to listen. <laughs> but they, it's, again, it's one of those, like, um, it's just how their entire relationship, like, they're zen yeah. be, with that relationship. They, they work, work out. Yeah. What I like is that Eliza signs at people and just the people who are closest to her understand it. Yeah. I love that, too. I think that's it's not so a thing. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah. To just be understood, you know? You don't have to ask them. They just know. <laughs> they just know. They, they just know. They just totally get you. They they totally read your vibe. So but so, which is crazy, actually. Yes. Um, To cut you off for just a brief moment. I'll so go they're for it. cleaning, like, this is like a. Um, they end up in like a pool room. Yeah. And like a space kind of there's a lot of engineering happening yeah basically so they're they're scraping and cleaning up one of these like it looks like a space engine <laughs> so i was like wow what a parallel because octavia spencer was also in hidden figures where she was building the space engines ah. and i was like here she's cleaning them wow she like came full circle that woman i, I jumped ahead with the pool room that's okay because yes. this was the tiniest little detail and yeah I was like, oh my god octavia spencer look at you go yeah because we just go through like a little montage of yeah. them cleaning stuff that is so funny i didn't even connect those yeah. two it's what she deserves. Aww. Anyway, yes, now we're in the pool room. Yes. Uh, Zelda le- yells at some scientists because they just left all this trash on the floor. Yeah. And she's like, we know you have a cleaning crew, but this is, no. This is not it. Because <laughs> that's also, they're the type of guys who, like, you know, they throw their paper out like like um, Kobe style, right? They miss it, then they leave it there. Ugh. That's who they are. Ugh. You, we hate those kind of people. Just <laughs> pick worst. up your garbage. Yeah, please do. So then the manager named Flemings come in and he's like, Zelda, shut up for a minute. I have an announcement, which is rude. <laughs> yeah. But he gives them all the other scientists a pep talk and tells them that the asset is coming in and it's the most important thing they'll have in the facility. So then immediately some men wheel in a huge tub and we also see a big scary bo- guy behind them. Yes. His name is Strickland. Strickland. That's Michael Shannon. Ah, yes. Did not like this man. No, hated this man with every fiber inside of me. <laughs> uh, immediately. Could not stand him. Yeah, he's <laughs> the worst. So then he's like kind of introducing himself because he is the new head of security, I think. And Eliza goes over to the tank, which I feel like isn't allowed. Yeah. But she goes right over to it. I would too. And she puts her hand on the tank and then now Just she's like, like touching it. And yeah, and then I was like, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Then but I'm- to each their own big hand slams up against it and she like gasps and everyone turns around and is like what the fuck are you doing as would i yeah. <laughs> i'd be like come on like don't touch strange things come on what are you doing this is a secret lab we just said how important this thing right. is and now you're tapping the glass right is she darla from finding nemo yeah. imagine <laughs> she's a child at that would have been such a different movie <laughs> So we cut to the next day and Eliza and Giles are walking into a diner and talking about his hairpiece because I don't know. He's, he's a man he's bald that on is, top. So he's yeah. very sensitive about it. Yes. He's dealing with it. So he wears a toupee. Yes. Um, and he's one of those people that feels like the toupee, he's rocking it and it doesn't look weird at all. Nope. Yep. And Eliza's sitting there supporting him. Yep. Lightly questioning it, but supporting him. Yeah. They, so they go in. And he, Giles talks a lot of nonsense, and I kind of had trouble keeping up with him. It's very much, you know, how old people will just talk, 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 and then make the point, but then just, like, do a lot of fluff around it? Yeah. I think that's Giles. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot of, like, how me and you talk, where we just jump to a bunch of different yeah. topics. Mm-hmm. 
But with him, I just like, I can't keep up with this man. <laughs> so he they go to this diner and he orders pies and talks to the man working there. And he's like uncomfortably in his space to talk about pies. Yeah. Like, he's like too leaned in and stuff. So they're just yeah. talking about these pies. The guy like remembered his pie orders and... I don't it know. It was just a very awkward it conversation. It was so awkward. Like stiff in a way, but also awkward. Yeah. So they go back to Giles' apartment and he's now talking about his interaction. And I'm like, oh my God, he's crushing. I, I was like, Giles is gay? Because <laughs> <laughs> he was saying like, do you think he really mean that when he said like, now you guys come back? Like, should I go back? And I was like, Giles, who are we flustered about? Yeah. But okay, sure. <laughs> Find out later on he's not shit anything. You know? Oh my God. But I felt so bad. We'll get there when yeah. we get there. <laughs> but yeah so they're eating key lime pie and eliza's like this is disgusting <laughs> so giles takes it and puts it in his fridge and his fridge is full of key lime pies damn sir get it together yeah order a different pie something else apple <laughs> and they don't those only stay for how long you know i know you gotta throw them out throw them out <laughs> yeah you, that's like, not even a full balanced diet yeah be like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna switch it up today i'm yeah. not gonna get key lime um I'm you could just be known as the pie guy you don't have to be the key lime pie guy yeah and then you're stuck with it and yeah I don't know. Key but lime either way. is not. I don't know. I don't think I've ever had like a good key lime. <laughs> I've never tried it. Yeah. I just know that there's so many other flavors out there in the world for you to choose from. Yeah. You know, like let your taste buds enjoy. Yeah. Something. Something. Life's too short to be eating pie you don't want to eat. Right. Or just like a single flavor, you know? Yeah. Even if it's like cherry or whatever, pumpkin, let yeah. yourself try something else every I now like and again. I like the smell of lime pie though. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever smelled it. I just like citrusy smells, I think. I do like citrus. <laughs> yeah. Either way, uh, Eliza is changing the TV. Some civil rights stuff comes on and the guy's like, oh, no, I don't want to watch that shit. Change it. Yeah. So if you didn't know the movie is in the 1960s, you definitely figure it out then. Yeah. Yeah. So then she changes it to some like song and dance program. And then he comes back and he's all happy and giddy saying like, oh, I love this one. Saying that like, if I could give my 18 year old self advice, it would be to take better care of your teeth and fuck a lot more. <laughs> Okay, Giles. <laughs> yeah. So then Eliza's feeling the music. She starts like tapping her feet along to it. And then Giles starts to join her. And it's like super cute. It's so cute. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. So then we cut to the next morning and we see the same morning routine. Yeah. So she just does it all the time, which I get. She's always, I just feel like she's making a lot of eggs. And like. <laughs> Maybe that's all she can afford is like eggs and bread. Does she have a chicken? She should get a chicken. I would love a chicken. Right. I would love some fresh eggs. Just warm. Straight I used from to, the chicken's butt. Ooh. Them like room temp eggs before yeah. you put them in the fridge. Hell yeah. Did you know, I didn't find out until like maybe five years ago, seven, maybe four, that uh, if you just leave eggs out, like if you never put them in the fridge, they're supposed to stay out. What? Once you put an egg in the fridge, then you have to keep it in the fridge to keep it fresh. But like a fresh laid egg can stay out forever. Weird. Yeah. Or I don't know if it's forever, but like, you know, for, for a long a time. Yeah. A lot longer than a... Like weeks or something. Weird. Yeah. I didn't know that. I learned that uh, because I knew somebody upstate who had chickens and he was like, uh, did you know? And I was like, whoa, what? And then he was just saying that we put them in the fridge for like transportation, like, you know, like cross country transportation or like from whichever farms like in the middle of the country. Huh. So once they're in the fridge, I don't know what happens inside of the egg, <laughs> but you have to keep it in it's the fridge. Ruined. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why in a lot of like the countries that are not America, you see them just leaving their eggs out. Huh. Yeah. The hmm. more you know. Huh. I feel like I've learned so much today. Well, you know, we're here to share information. <laughs> this is a free space to learn and grow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so now Eliza's at work again. She's cleaning the bathroom and Zelda's complaining about how we have the best minds in the country here and they still pee on the floor. Yeah, because they're cleaning the men's bath Hate bathroom that. in mm. particular. Yeah. Which they're so hilarious. 
So Strickland comes in and he uses the urinal while they're in there. Gross. Just go in a stall. Gross. Don't be weird. Yeah. So then he pees with his hands on his hips. What? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand either. I don't get it. Aren't you supposed to hold it to like aim? Yeah. Because so also weird. if you're... He also washes his hands before. Yeah. I have a whole thing about that. Yes. But my thought... Okay. So like in terms of physics, right? When Again, you pee because on I don't, yourself? Right. Yeah. Because isn't it just hanging down? Yeah. So once you pee down... Yeah. He's peeing all over his shoes. And his pants. Right. Don't, unless he's like really leaning forward into the urinal. <laughs> Was he though? He's like hip thrust. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's, that, I feel like that's psychotic behavior to put your hands on Absolutely. your hips. <laughs> Absolutely. But he also, so when he comes in, he has this like stick thingy yeah, like, and he leaves it on the counter. So yeah. then Eliza goes to look at it and as he's peeing, he's like, oh, that thing, that's my taser. <laughs> okay it's not not super horrifying yeah. this man's not holding his junk and he's got a taser <laughs> and didn't wash his hands okay so he washed his hands first then peed and so and then leaves the bathroom and is like oh i don't need to wash my hands he says a whole thing about you either wash your hands before or after you do your business any man who does both is like questionable like psychotically questionable and i'm like you are the one who's questionable <laughs> sir how <laughs> And then he puts a mint in his mouth right after. No. <laughs> How? In whose world? Who told him that that was okay? Why is masculinity so toxic? Who who made that structure? Who built that entire world paradigm? That is like... Who taught anybody that that was okay? Such a weird thing to get hung up on. Like, who was in the bathroom judging you based right. on how many times you wash your hands? Were men in the 60s okay? <laughs> was it for men in the 50s that built this whole entire, like, setup? Like, what? <laughs> I, this entire scene, like, just fucked me up. Yeah. Like, whose who was grandfather was like, if you wash your hands twice, you're, a pussy. you're queer. Like, <laughs> who, who did this? Who, washing your hands is for squares. Yeah. Dirt only, bacteria only. (laughs) Oh man, I don't, I can't. You choose before or after. Who even decided that before was an option? Honestly, honestly, you only wash your hands before if like your hands are so dirty or sticky. Right. (laughs) I don't get it. I don't understand. Maybe he thought he didn't need to wash his hands because he didn't touch his thing. (laughs) But he had to pull it out, right? To pee, unless he peed his pants. Right. Like there's, there's no. Does he keep like extra pants and shoes in his? <laughs> Oops, I dripped on this one. <laughs> ah, dang it! Ah, dang damn it! Man, no, he's so this weird. man messed me up. Uh, he's, the guy. he's the worst. <laughs> uh, I mean, if if the rest of his character development in this movie didn't prove that he was the worst, it's this exact this, scene. This scene. This scene by itself is when he shows learned. that he's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that that's just something that's made up for this movie and that men don't actually function this way. I I like to believe that they don't. <laughs> I hope so. But um, I can guarantee so many men do not wash their hands after peeing. I know that's a fact, but I hope that it's not because of this mentality. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I washed my hands this morning, so I'm fine all day. Uh, I hope that doesn't exist. It probably does. I hate that so much. <laughs> oh no okay well anyway let's move on please wash your hands this is a psa please (laughs) for the love of everything on this planet after he leaves eliza notices blood dripping into the sink so she's like because it was on the stick thingy yeah it was on the stick 
Then Eliza <laughs> and Zelda are in the hallway and they hear screaming and gunshots. Oh, so my business. Yeah, so Strickland steps into the hallway bleeding and it looks like he's missing fingers. Oh, I thought he was bleeding from the chest. No. Like it makes sense later on, but he had his hand on his chest. Oh, okay, so he's that makes bleeding sense. Bleeding all over yeah, yeah. himself. Yep, okay. Yeah gross whoops i feel like that's instant karma that's what you get for peeing with your hands on your hips and then not now washing your hands. a few less hands to wash yeah. <laughs> you weren't gonna wash these well now you don't have one exactly you didn't need to wash them anyway <laughs> yeah but so cool now we're at dinner and fleming's is like pulling zelda and eliza away while they have their trays of food in their hands and he's like no no no, put that shit down come with me right now we gotta go and zelda's <laughs> like but sir my dinner yeah. <laughs> would be me yeah but then we get to that tank Eat and room. go right Eat on the, on we the get go. to that tank room there's blood everywhere and he says you have 20 minutes to render this place immaculate and i'm like 20 minutes for the two of them that's a lot of blood too there's a lot of blood zelda and they didn't even have their dinner they didn't now they're hungry now they're hungry cleaning all this work or they lost their appetite because of the blood both yes also why is there only two of them why wouldn't you if you need it immaculate in 20 minutes because Get no 10 one, people. Because no one else is a main character. Right. True, true, true. <laughs> uh, we only had the budget for two cleaning ladies. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all the money in the world for all of these facilities, all of the top secret things in the world, two cleaning ladies. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Zelda is like, I can handle pee and poop, but I can't handle blood. And nope. I was like... <laughs> Girl, same. <laughs> and then she's like, you know what? The sooner we mop this up, the better. I still have dinner to eat. Yeah. So then Eliza like dumps a bucket of water on the floor. And then two fingers come floating out from underneath like the corner. <laughs> <laughs> from underneath like there's like in the um, the cracks of the corner. Yeah. That you just couldn't see under whatever other like equipment was there. So then she sees the fingers and she's like, hmm, let me pick these things right up with no f- gloves, no nothing. Nothing. And she's like, hey, Zelda, I got some fingers here. <laughs> so so then Zelda's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm going to go get Fleming. And then Eliza puts them in a little brown sandwich bag. <laughs> That's all she had. It's true. I, would, I wouldn't put it in my pocket. No, right? <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so then as um, Zelda leaves to go get the guy, she goes over to the, the tank thing that she was touching earlier. Mm-hmm. So she puts her hand up to it. And then the creature comes and put his hand over it. So now they're having one of those, like, you know, Tarzan moments, like my hand to your hand kind of things. Oh. So then um, she hears, like, the creature, you know, making whatever creature sounds the creature makes. And sees that the creature is bleeding out from a torso wound. Ugh. So then Mr. Fleming comes in and ruins the moment. And she's like, here are your fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Here, you want them? Yeah. (laughs) So then we cut back home and Giles is like, so if it's a mermaid, are you sure? I think I saw a mermaid one time in my life, but I don't know, man. Yeah. And... She's like, no, like, I saw what I saw. Come on. And then we turn to an Alice Faye show. And he's like, she was, you know, she was done taking people's shit. And that's what I loved about her. And then he goes on to talk about how he's, like, excited to get paid for something. And then once they're, once he's paid, they'll get some pie after. And she's like, not for me, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's eating a bowl of cornflakes. Yes. And he tells her cornflakes were invented to prevent masturbation. And I do know that. But every time I hear it, it cracks me up. Is like, that a true thing? It's a true thing. I have heard that. Are you sure? I've definitely sent you memes about it. Oh, then it's so far in the recesses of my meme it's brain. It's gotta be. I'll find some later. We, okay. We'll crack up about okay. it. Oh, man. I have some good ones saved. <laughs> so then we cut to later on and Giles is showing his proof to his boss and the client suddenly it's wants a different color jello. Amazing painting. The story of our lives, though. I, would, I thought it was a collage or like a photograph or something. I don't... Whatever it was, he's top notch. It was amazing. But and the, the yeah. client says, nope, I want a different color jello. The and one a, little tiny detail. And a happier family. Wow. And you what? know he's got to start from scratch because that's a painting. And it was right at the deadline. 
Ugh, the worst. So like, haven't we all been through that? Oh my God, me these past couple weeks. Oh my God. You know what I love is the, um, you know, we just have a different change in scope, but uh, it's still a rush. So can you do it by Tuesday? Uh, no. <laughs> but like we need this. So like, yeah, just do it by Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh. Like you don't need it that bad. <laughs> right. If you had the full thought to change everything. Yeah. You can wait a few days. Yeah, you can. <laughs> anyway, Giles tries to fight back because like, you know, clients do this shit all the time. And then the boss is like, listen, buddy. Have you been drinking? <laughs> Which feels like it came out of left field. Yeah, right. But then Giles is like, no, no, no. I'm like, I'm super clean. I'm sober. Like, I just want this job back. Like, I want to fix it. Like, just tell me what to do. So we learn a little bit about Giles here. Yeah. And he seems to be on the path to his recovery. Seems to be doing good. He's got his head on straight. Yeah, right. And it seems like these two have some sort of history together. Yeah. So maybe he used to work there. And yeah. And now he's just freelancing for them. Yeah, because he says that he wants to come back. And then the boss is like, just... Just do the changes first. Yeah, I did. Which didn't. is very dismissive. Yeah, I did not like that. Yeah. So we're back to Eliza. She goes back to the tank room. She taps on the glass. And we hear chains banging around by the pool area. Oop. So she sits on the edge and cracks open an egg. And she offers a hard-boiled egg to the fish man. Do you have no sense of danger, Eliza? <laughs> yeah, right? You're sitting on the edge of a tank on, with a creature you have no idea what that is? She's like, I'm cute. It won't hurt me. Right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. how I approach every situation. <laughs> oh, I'm too cute. Stop it. <laughs> I'm too cute to get hurt. <laughs> I'm invincible. <laughs> so then the creature pops his little head up, and then he comes over, and then he stands up, and I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, like, that's that a is man. large. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that thing can hurt me. <laughs> yeah. We get a full view. It roars. Super scary. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then leaves the egg and backs away. Yeah. Then she puts her hands up all very like, I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah. And then she does sign language for egg. And then the thing just learns how to say egg. Oh, that was a microaggression. The creature learns how to say egg in sign language. <laughs> and then now they like have their means of communication. And the fish man takes the egg and dives away. Yeah. So great. There you go. Yeah. After that, Eliza leaves. Zelda tells her that Mr. P with no hands is looking for her. (laughs) (laughs) So now he's asking Zelda and Eliza how long they've known each other, which is 10 years. And then he says that Zelda is an only child. So, like, that's not really common for your people. Whoa, buddy. I I reel that bag real quick. This man. You can't can't be racist, misogynistic, and And dirty. And a Jesus freak. (laughs) (laughs) And also dirty. Yeah. Like, he manages to do it all. The a com- triple threat. Yeah. The combination of just how terrible this person is, is just beyond. The anything. writer said, how can I make him the worst? <laughs> yeah. I have an idea. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> you know what? Let's pile one more thing on top of that. Yeah. He's so rude. He's like interrogating them, going through their records. For what? Asking about their lives. Yeah. For what? They're the cleaning staff. What What do they have in your world? Yeah. So then he's like... What's your middle name uh, to Zelda? So she says Delilah, as in the Bible. So then he goes on a whole entire shitty, like, on a story about how shitty Delilah was in the Bible. Yeah. And I'm like, can you, hold, stop, calm down. Because I guess he read it a bunch of times. Ooh. Oh, okay. Ooh, I can read? Well, yeah. And then he notices Eliza's neck scars and just starts commenting about that. Yeah, because also, so he says that her last name is Esposito, which is supposed to, like, mean that you're an orphan. Yeah. So then Zelda says that, like, she was found by a creek in the water, like, when she was a baby. So then he, like, straight up just points at it, at her scars. <laughs> and it's like, what's that? You don't so do that. Rude. You don't do that. <laughs> what an asshole. What if she was, like, so insecure about it? Like, come on. He's such a dickhead. Yeah. So he tells them that when they're cleaning the fish man room to be in and out. And, yeah, and then he just continues going on about his jesus freakness and, and just, he's like it was you who found my fingers and then she like there was a ring on his fingers because it was his left hand so she gives the ring back immediately i don't know why she had it in the first place but either way she gives the ring back <laughs> <laughs> yeah why wasn't that in the bag 
I I don't know. But then he goes, yeah, I was in surgery for three hours. I sewed on my fingers, but there like was mustard on them. And he says it in the most ungrateful way. Like she didn't find his fingers for him. Yeah. Like he wouldn't have no fingers if it wasn't for her. I could have just kept them guy. Right. Yeah. Like she <laughs> saved his hand. But whatever. They were, there yeah. was mustard on them. I could have fed them to the fish man. Right. <laughs> Give him the taste of human flesh. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But, you know, there was mustard on my fingers. Yeah. But like, yeah, like this man's just walking around like Jesus freaky and then sprinkling in misogyny and racism yep. everywhere. And then he's talking about how, you know, they, they had to clean the lab because there was an affront in there, something offensive. So then he says, I dragged it out of the mud in South America and brought it all the way here. And along the way, we didn't get to know or like each other very well. And I was like, wow, I wonder why. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah. So then he says that he thinks that the creature, like they might think that the creature has, you know, is human because it has two legs, but it wasn't created in like the likeness of God, but I'm more created in the likeness of God. And I'm like, buddy, calm down. He looks at Zelda because he says like, oh, we're created in the likeness of God. And then he looks at Zelda and he's like, well, maybe more me. Yeah. He's like, not you so much. I was like, excuse me. I don't know if I should take that as like racist or misogynist. Both. (laughs) Both. It's both. Yeah. Every ist you can think of, it is. I was like so offended here. Yeah. So then the (laughs) phone rings and then the women leave. And then he's on the phone talking to a General Hoyts about how he feels much better now. And at least he has his thumb and his pussy finger. So he's fine. Gross. (laughs) Gross. Oh my God. Very unprofessional. (laughs) But then basically we just say that he's looking forward to Mr. General Hoyt's visit. So whoever his boss is is coming to see him soon. I never want to speak that intimately with my bosses. Never. That is so fucking Never. Weird. That is gross. That is so odd. Yeah. Get a friend. What are you Get doing? Get a friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you're doing, you fucking weirdo. Isn't there like a um, a lateral employee that he can talk like that to? <laughs> like a coworker, you yeah. know, who he can confide in? This dude doesn't have a single friend in the world. He doesn't deserve a friend. because he's at him. holding <laughs> No one wants to be friends with that. They're like, dude, that's weird. So then we go back to the tank room and the creature is playing with the eggshells and singing or signing the word egg. So then Eliza comes in. She's hanging out. Yeah. So cute. Eliza goes home and we cut to Strickland also getting home and he tells his driver to pick him up at 930. So I guess that just like shows how fancy he is or whatever. And then he gets inside. His son tells him that they're buying a time capsule at school. And does he believe that they'll have jetpacks in the future? His kids bombard him. Yeah. Immediately. Because it's also, remember, they're working the night shift, so the kids are about to go to school, but he's just getting home. Yeah. So they're all excited with their, like, beginning of the day energy, and he's all tired from his end of his day energy. Yeah. But he also couldn't be bothered to, like, say good morning to his kids. Nothing. And he, like, very half-assed talks to them. Like, his son asks about jetpacks, and he's like, son, this is America. And it's like, okay. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> We don't have jetpacks still, guy. We don't. <laughs> I bet you it's his fault, too. Yeah, it probably is. I bet you if they didn't, what? We'll get there later on. Yeah. So, <laughs> but then his wife is very, um, very like, come on, sweet. Let's go upstairs. Like, each reference and come upstairs. Like, wink, wink kind of thing. Oh. So then um, that happens. Yeah. So they have sex. It's very awkward. Yeah. Um, she points out that his hand is bleeding while they're having sex. And he shushes her and says he wants her With quiet. With his bleeding hand. With his bleeding hand. Gross. Disgusting. Um. That's kind of weird. Like, yeah. I don't even know what to say to any of that. Uh, that just says that he doesn't want a, like, human wife. He just wants a sex doll. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, misogyny yeah. is fun. <laughs> Let's skip that part. Like, because I'm just like, I don't know what to say to that. Because it's okay. just super fucking weird. So, so then, now we're to the lab. And Eliza brings another egg and brings her music box to play. Yes. M- more bonding. Like a picnic almost. Yeah. So then she plays the music. After a little minute, the creature uh, kind of, like, gently takes the egg. Because right now they're just existing in the music space to, like, 
appreciate it, you know? They're just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. So then she shows the sign for music and the creature likes the music. So wow, you know, mm-hmm. this creature also learns very fast. Yeah, it's so cute. And now they're just eating together. And the next morning, Liza, um, Eliza, not Liza, maybe that's her nickname, but I'm not there with her yet. You know, we're not, <laughs> we're not close like that. Yeah. But she stares longingly at her bathtub water. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm. What's that about? What are you thinking, girl? <laughs> so now she has like six eggs for the creature. And I'm like, damn, she's going to spend all of her money on eggs. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's That's bring- government money she should be spending on those eggs. <laughs> Hell you know? yeah. She's also bringing different music, too. Yep. She dances while cleaning and the fish man watches her clean. And, and Zelda's noticing her acting differently. Yeah. And Fleming catches her communicating with the fish man. Yeah. I Uh-oh. actually think that it's the the um the scientist. The scientist? Yeah. Are there two dudes? Watching from the shadows. Wait, so... Unless I'm at a different part. No. This is the part where the dude sees her in the shadows, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was all one dude. I thought Fleming was so that guy. Fleming is, there... is the security, like the second in charge of security. Is that security. the guy with the mustache? Yes. Okay. And then the scientist who... Is Hofstadter? Yes. Okay. I thought his name was Fleming Hofstadter. <laughs> no. Those are two separate last names. Okay. Uh, Dimitri is Hofstadter. Okay. Dimitri, um, who we'll learn is the Russian dude later on. And Fleming is the one that shushed Zelda in the beginning and told her to shut up because the new security guy was coming in. Okay. Yeah. All right. This all makes so much more sense now. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I was like, what is that guy's name? (laughs) And I thought the one guy. Okay. Yes. I saw that. I was like, oh, he is most certainly going to snitch. Yeah. That's what I thought. Right? I thought he was going to do something. But luckily that doesn't happen yet. Yeah. We so f- we cut to somebody else's office. Yes. And blueprints are being pulled out for whatever reason. Who no, knows? No, he goes to his house. Oh. He, it was in the floorboards of his house. He pulls out a box. Oh, okay. I didn't know where we were. Yeah. I just knew we were looking at blueprints. Yeah. He Did pulled- we watch this movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know characters. You don't know locations. <laughs> it was the first time we saw this location. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah. So we cut to him like at a remote location meeting some men. Yeah. So then he speaks in Russian to them. It's so, so funny. They're trying to do like code names and like code signs. So, and like, passwords. Yeah. And he's like, how many people are speaking Russian here? Right. Come on. But also because <laughs> so they're like in this like factory space. Right. And then their cars are also running. So they're like screaming across the way to each other. And they're like, what's the password? <laughs> what? I can't hear you. What's the password? Yeah. And then he's it's like, so funny. He's like, fuck it. And just walks over. Yeah. Yeah. So he's brought to a Russian restaurant where he meets with another guy. And this guy's like intimidating. Yes. Gives him notes about the asset and a map to the lab. So there's. There's brown hair dude, which is Dimitri, who is Hofstadter. Okay. And then there's blonde slash redhead dude who like doesn't have a part at all. It just sits there and be. Is, is he's the muscle. Yes. Yeah. And then there's old man. Yes. Old man is calling the shots. Yes. He's the big boss. Yes. Yeah. I did not see a double agent coming in this. Neither did I. <laughs> but again, it's the 60s. We should have known. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. So he tells his boss man that he believes the creature is intelligent. Ooh. Yeah. And capable of communication. And Ooh. then the boss says, everything, here's everything we need for extraction. And I'm like, who's extraction? What? Where? <laughs> Where are we going? Yeah. So then the old man says that they'll move soon. And then um, brown hair guy, Dimitri, says like, no, nah, we got to move ASAP because uh, I have reason to believe that like something's going to happen right now. Okay. So then the old man is like, you're going to wait for our go ahead. And yeah. he's like, I mean, fine. You move at my time. Yeah. <laughs> sure. 
Yeah. But then we cut back to Eliza. She's getting to work and Zelda holds her spot in line again. And then they're doing laundry today and Zelda pulls Eliza away for a smoke break. And Eliza's like, whoa, we're going to get caught. Wait. So before when they're punching out, uh, Eliza and Strickland make eye contact. And I just don't like the way he looks at her. No, 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 no. Yeah. This man, truly the worst. Yeah. If we can make a list, a full, we should do like a, <laughs> a um, like a Marsh Madness bracket for like the worst characters. <laughs> I feel like he'd make it pretty far. He would win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he'd win. He'd get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He'd, at least to the finals. Yeah. I'm sure we'll find somebody else who's also just as bad. <laughs> and then they could like battle it out. Yeah. I think we should do that. We should. With like everything that we've seen so far because we get pretty worked up. Should we include Game of Thrones characters? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. It should, the world will Ooh, be who we've seen. Because Joffrey or this guy? I was also wondering <laughs> about the guy from 9 to 5. Oh, shit. He gets pretty far too. Oh, he does. At least to semifinals. Yeah. And then, oh, and then Ramsey. Oh from my! Game of Thrones. <gasps> See, there's there's so much opportunity for this. Wait, so funny. Um, <laughs> I was on Hulu and I was I noticed some movie, so I clicked on it, and you know how like the background changes to like some still from the movie. Yes. It was just like the dude who plays Ramsey. It was just like a zoom in on his face, and I gagged. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it's like for people who are like such notable villains <laughs> to not be villains in other like things that they're I have in. no idea if he was a villain or not. Right. Or just it. to like not be in that character anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and to like try to step out of that role. Like how do I'm you, sure it's oh, so hard. Are you okay from being the worst? Right. <laughs> how do you personally come back from that? <laughs> Did you need therapy after? Right. Yeah. But also like good for him. Like make the money. Yeah. Secure the bag. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah. So he's looking at Eliza in his gross way. Uh, they're doing laundry today. So then now they go out for a smoke break. And then we're worried about the security camera. But the dudes over there say like, you know, don't worry. We just push the camera up during smoke breaks. Nobody even knows. And then we put it back. Yeah. Then we put it right back. It's fine. <laughs> so then <laughs> this is like their blind spot, their safe spot. So then Eliza is like thinking about something and she like smiles. And I don't know what that's about, but Eliza's thinking about it. Yeah. She's gears are turning. Yeah, so she cut to her sneaking into the tank room, and the creature is being dried out. It's chained out of the water. So then Strickland starts and to it's come bleeding. in, bleeding. Yeah, she drops her bag, and an egg rolls out, and I'm oh. like, oh no. Oh. <laughs> so then Strickland starts to come in because you know that man can't do anything subtly. Yeah, he has to let everyone know where he's coming at all I'm time. Coming, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Everybody move. So then she goes to hide behind some big equipment and then he comes in and immediately tasers the creature going like, there you go, making that god awful sound again. And I'm like, well, maybe it wouldn't make the sound if you weren't tasing it. Yeah. Hello. And it's super cruel and I don't understand the logic behind doing something like this. Neither do I. There's like the, um, um, the ideas of like, like the, like the male orientated or oriented, um, like problem solving and like the woman oriented problem solving. Huh. And I don't know if there's like a like a genuine. I'm sure there's like genuine like brain chemistry in there, but like I don't understand like the using the force to get your answers. Yeah, like my brother watches those shows where they're looking for Bigfoot and stuff, and they're like armed to the teeth and they're setting for traps what? everywhere. And I asked my brother, I was like, so are they trying to kill it? Right. Or do they want to catch it and study it? Because I don't understand. I'm not seeing that motive here. Yeah. So they look like they're armed to kill it. Right. And then that's the other thing is like when you look like that, how is the other thing not going to react in a certain way? Yeah. You know? like Exactly. How am I not going to react in a defensive way if you're pointing a gun at me? Yeah. Like, Or if know. you're tasing me and I'm chained to the floor, how am I not going to try to defend myself? Yeah. And I, I didn't understand 
why with this you have this creature that is like a one one of the kind thing and they're instead of studying it and like making it comfortable and trying to like learn what they can he's sitting there attacking it and, and making, tasing yeah. it and shooting it and torturing it I, I don't know. I just did I not understand. Know. I don't know. Yeah. But now Strickland is mad because he's like, I can't tell. Are you crying? Are you angry? I can't tell. And then he tases the creature again. And I'm like, Dude, are you dumb? It's obviously in pain. Yeah. Hello. And I wonder how much of it is just like him and versus like him being religious and seeing this as like just a abomination. I was going to say, I feel like it has to do something with like, because he can't personally relate to this thing as like a human thing. Or a living creature. He doesn't think know. that it can experience pain. Yeah. Like the the dehumanization of of thing, or I guess opposite objectification, because this thing isn't a human. Yeah, I you know there's there's a lot, there's so many layers so many to like, this conversation. There's a lot. He finds the egg. He does find the egg. Uh. <laughs> so then, but he doesn't see Eliza. Yeah. But then we do also cut right outside to Zelda coming down the hall to see Eliza's car, but no Eliza with it. So now we're like, oh boy, she's freaking out. So yeah. then. And then scientists and General Hoy enter the fish man's room. Yes. And I'm surprised, but I shouldn't be, that none of them weren't like, what the fuck are you doing to this thing? Right, yeah. Yeah. So then Strickland goes on to tell Hoyt about how, like, you know, the natives in the Amazon worship this thing like a god. And I'm like, what? So then he's like, yeah. Then Hoyt's like, oh, it doesn't look like much like a god now. And I'm like, excuse me? Yeah. And how? <laughs> yeah. And Strickland then calls the Amazon people primitive, which I hate. I would embarrass the shit out of them. With their like, colonizer pea mentality, like the pea brainness, whatever it is, I would love to embarrass them so much. I just, I hate the idea of calling people that don't have the same access to technology as you as primitive. Right. The whole thing about the like people in the past and like the people in like the Latin Americas was that they had such better technology. Yeah. But like because how did it, they build the temples and and like the pyramids and like all that stuff because they had amazing technology. Yeah, but because they didn't have the same stuff, they were like, oh, they're primitive. And yeah. it's like, no, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Stop it. You're so just, many things that we can go on. You're just being a dickhead. <laughs> Either way. So yes. now Strickland says that there are, you know, quote unquote primitive people would like throw their offerings into the water for this god. And then they would also try to stop the oil drilling that america was doing with bows and arrows and i was like i truly sometimes hate americans <laughs> i can't you know yeah <laughs> so then why this, are we like this it's embarrassing yeah, so then the scientist comes in to tell them like hey guys you know if we want to go to space like we actually should study this creature and not kill it so that we can like take some of this technology maybe and he's the only one who's like why is it bleeding right yeah like, could we maybe put it back in the water where it belongs? Yeah. And then Hoyt goes on some xenophobic rant about how, like, we can't let the Russians, like, re-let the Russians send a dog to space, so we have to do this. Yeah, he's sitting there roasting the Russians to our Russian double agent. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know he's fighting, just wanting to punch this man in the face. Mm -hmm. And then he spots Eliza, like, hiding from far away, but he doesn't, like... He quickly just turns away. Yeah, he doesn't, like, tip it off at all. And this guy tells the general... They can't kill the creature. And the general's like, Haha, you can't tell me what to do. So Eliza hears <sighs> all this and is upset and like locks eyes with this guy. So they now have like an understanding. They both yeah. are like, let's save this We're creature. On the same page. Yeah. I I said that I wanted the general to shit himself one day. Because <laughs> when uh when the scientist says, like, you can't let this thing die, he goes, I'm a five star general, which means I can do whatever the fuck I want. So 
when you kind of like when you puff your chest that way, you deserve to shit yourself. <laughs> I think you deserve a five star shit in your pants. You do. <laughs> anyway, so now Eliza goes to watch through Strickland's office window because she like just needs to go see what is the rest of that conversation. So we're just watching them give the scientists bad news, which means that they plan to kill the, the creature. So then um, Strickland. Section. Yes. Yes. The cre- not the creature. So uh, Hoyt and Strickland come down the stairs talking about how they're going to do the vivisection. And Eliza's there just like distraught. Yeah. Listening to that. So then we cut to Eliza telling Giles that she wants to get the creature out. And I'm like, oh, it's a jailbreak. Giles does not want to be a hero. No, he's like, absolutely <laughs> not. That is breaking the law. I'm right here. I'm getting my life on track. I will not participate. <laughs> he's like, you want to do what? And she's like, <laughs> break no. the law? <laughs> Clutching his pearls like <gasps> in my fair country? <laughs> Me? Ooh. So then Eliza signs that it's all alone and Giles is like, well, we're all alone and that thing's a freak. And I was like, wait, hold on. Two days ago, you thought that that thing was a mermaid and thought that it was so cool. You cannot just flip like that. That's not fair. Well, now he's stressed now at the he's idea stressed of out. breaking the law. <laughs> so then Eliza says that it's the loneliest thing she's ever seen. And then he's like, wait, you just called it a thing. But before it was a he and blah, 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 that kind of thing. Oh, I hate that. You cannot start playing semantics in the middle of this kind of conversation. I hate people who need to pick apart arguments like that you that's that also it's like the first sign of like you losing the argument yeah because you're focusing on like the wrong thing yeah you know you lost you suck yeah. so then she's like no 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 you will tr- say back to me exactly what i'm saying to you so like to j- translate for me and he's like just trying to ignore her and like try to walk away and i feel like that has to be the most frustrating thing for somebody who can't like be heard like a, yeah. a mute or deaf person because like the second somebody doesn't want to hear you, they could just like close their eyes. Yeah. Or just walk away from and you. And that's like, I would be so frustrated yeah. if I was that person. She tells him that the creature sees her as she is and doesn't see her as incomplete. And I got so upset. Yeah. I was like, oh. And I was like, huh. And then he tries to like undermine her again with the whole like, now you're calling it a him again. And oh I'm like, Kyle, shut up. Yeah. Stop being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> So then God. she continues to go on the whole thing. She's saying more about the whole, like, you know, I'm a full person. The, the creature sees me for who I am. And then he's like, all right, but listen, he I'm then, scared. Yeah. And then he ends up going off on her. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, I don't like that. He says, like, I need to turn my painting in. Like, And when we come back, yeah. let's just never talk about this again. And I'm like, don't do that to your friends. Yeah. That's not a good thing to do to your friends. Be a hero. <laughs> so then she tries to like physically hold him back. And then he goes on the whole like, what are we? You and I, we're nothing. We can't do anything. It's not even human. So then he leaves. And then she's like, if you leave, then neither are we. Oh. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. First of all, don't do ultimatums. Yeah. That's not a healthy thing to do. But no, also, Giles, not. support your friend. Yeah. Do something illegal. <laughs> yeah. And he ends up, we end up following him to bring his artwork in. And yep. the guy he meets with is so sketchy. Yeah. About Clearly it. never had his back. Yeah. He was fully just going to use him this entire time. So then Giles finally understands it and walks away. So then he goes to the diner and the server is like impressed with his artwork. And he's like, oh my God, wow, that's so cool. Here's it's, a pie in the house. It's the same dude he um, has a crush on. Yes. And yeah, so he gives him a different pie this time. And they're talking, they're chit-chatting. And then Giles makes a move. He like touches the guy's hand. Yeah. He's like, I would like to get to know you better. And the guy totally freaks out. He's like, what the hell are you doing? And then a black couple comes in at the same time. So now he's riled up from Giles being gay at him. And then the black couple comes in and he's like, you can't sit at the counter. Go sit somewhere else. And they're like, the empty, this place is empty. Yeah. He, he goes off on them and he's like, you can only get takeout. He kicks them out and kicks Giles out and tells Giles to never come back because it's a family establishment. Hmm. That's awful. Yeah. And also... Very strong signs that this man is also gay, but very, like, internally homophobic. 
yeah. I could see that with this guy. Maybe. Anyway, Giles leaves without his painting, but I guess like he doesn't I have good memories too. either. <laughs> I, I guess, you know, if he's mad at the whole situation, he would just leave the painting behind. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, now Eliza's cleaning up her tub and Giles knocks at the door telling her, you know, I have no one except for you and you're the only person I can talk to and, you know, whatever this thing is, you need it. So just tell me what to do. And I was like, that's sweet. At Aww. least he came around. A little late, but at least he came around. Yeah, it sucks that he needed to get his like heart shattered. Yeah, I was like, where was that before you got homophobed? <laughs> yeah. You know? So then she hugs him, and now they're all happy and, and best friends again. Um, but I'm low-key still mad at him. It took me a minute to forgive him. Yeah, me too. But I was still like, you were so mean before. So mean. Yeah. But now we're back to the Russian restaurant, and they're saying that Moscow will not support Dimitri's plan because it's too risky. Yeah, they don't want it. They're like, we don't want this creature. But like, for what? Why? Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Like, I always, I I don't understand, again, back to the whole, like, you know, using force versus not using force. Like, I don't understand, just, I guess, to take it away from country so that that's not such a sore topic, but, like, say, <laughs> like, me versus you. Uh-huh. Like, why why do I have to keep you from learning something? Like, why do I have to learn it first? Because we're enemies, Nat. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, that's a, just the thing that you're I'm going to space. I'm going to space. No, I'm going first. Yeah. You can't go into space. I'm going to space. That's the thing you. I don't get. Like, unless like, you're actually evil. <laughs> like, why, why do you need to keep it? You know? <laughs> anyway. You have a cool creature. I want a cool creature. No, but I saw it first. No, but like, I want it more though. But I saw it. But Natalie. Finders keepers. <laughs> but Natalie, I want it more. So then the <laughs> old man, <laughs> the old man shows him something that'll, um, like, if he gives it, it'll give him five to ten minutes, basically. It'll explode on, like, the fuse box and it'll give him five to ten minutes of darkness. Yeah. So then he That's says... That's, like two? Exact, I think. Right, yeah. Like, why? And how, how do does know? it work? Yeah. How do you know it's five to ten minutes? But he says that he also has to inject a serum into the creature to kill it. And Dimitri's like, but we don't want to. He's like, then, but I want to learn about it. This is the point where I connected that Dimitri and the scientist are the same person. I was like, oh. Yeah. Because... Because in, in the um, office building, they kept calling him Bob. Because that's his American name. Yeah. He's a double agent. Ooh. He's Bob Dimitri. Bob Satter <laughs> Fleming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then Dimitri says, like, you know, I came to this country to see what I could do and also as a scientist, but there's also so much to learn. And then the old guy's like, you came here to work for us. And Dimitri's like, right. Yes, of course, sir. Yeah. Oh, You're right. Me, I forgot. Let me steer back into my lane. Yep. <laughs> so then we cut back to Strickland at a car dealership and a salesman says that four out of five successful men in America drive a catalog. And I'm like, wow, what a sucker. Yeah. So then yeah. he gets in the car and this man's like, you, this car is made for you. Yeah. And Strickland seems like he's just uptight 24-7. Absolutely. Like this salesman's trying to talk to him about cars and he's like, oh, look at this sleek looking teal car. And he's like, this is green. And the salesman's like, it's teal. And they argue about I think that. And he's like, fuck you, it's and I'm green. Like, Does it fucking matter? Do you like the fucking color or no? I have no, you know, honestly. <laughs> Do you like it? But I guess he liked it because he fucking bought it. Yeah. Because he's a sucker. He's a sucker. <laughs> All you have to do is tell a man that he looks cool. Yeah. And he'll buy it. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, men. Anyway. No offense, men. <laughs> <laughs> Eliza is at work mopping up the tank room again, and then she sneaks into a back door. So then Strickland pulls into the garage, and Giles is painting decals somewhere. It's a very, like, very, like, cut, um, like, intercutting scene. So then some dudes are trying to compliment Strickland's car, and he's ignoring them the entire time. But he's loving the compliments. Loves it at the yeah. same time. So then the guy's like, I love the green, and he's like, it's teal. Yeah. Did you notice that when Hofstadter was feeding the creature, there was eggs on the tray? Oh, 
I did not see that. So cute. Wow, look at that man. Aww. Wow, love a scientist who pays attention. And who is a double agent, yep. I guess. So then, I know, I'm like, I feel like I shouldn't like him, but I do like him. Right. He's got a <laughs> redeeming quality. Yeah, he cares about the creature, and we care about the creature. And that's all that matters. Yeah. So then Zelda is with the guy smoking again, so then she sees Eliza poking her head of, out of that back corner door. So she she's like, she's sneaking around. Yeah. yeah. She's like, what's going on with my pal over there? Mm-hmm. So then we cut to Giles working at home, and Eliza tells him a plan, and it's at 5 a.m. He goes to the garage and has five minutes to switch gears for something that we don't know. Oh, because we, during the montage, all yep. those cuts, we see him painting a car and like painting letters on it saying that That's it's a what laundromat. the details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, sorry if I, I'm sorry if you mentioned that. I didn't get No, it. no, I saw that he was painting decals. I didn't know what they were though. Yeah, he was, he put it on his van to make it look like laundromat. That makes sense now. Yes. Yeah. So, they go through their plan, and he has to bring his car to his van to the loading ramp, and he has five minutes between the shift changes to be in and out. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. And he compliments how brave Eliza is, and she's like, no, I'm afraid. And he's like, okay, well, I'm terrified. <laughs> Great. Look at me. I'm shaking. Yeah. And he's forging IDs for them. But they look so good. They look so good. How the fuck does he do this? He is an artist. That's amazing. And good for him. Yeah. But what's so funny is he's like, and look, I put myself, I'm 50 years old here. And she's like, no, higher. (laughs) And he's like, what, 55? And she's like, no, 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 higher. He's like, but with the toupee, Eliza. (laughs) The toupee, I'm so young. (laughs) That poor man. Yeah, it subtracts so many years, Eliza. And then they have such a cute moment of him picking out his heist outfit. It was so good. <laughs> so cute. But then <laughs> then we cut back to Strickland. It's the next day. And he's he, watching Eliza in the security the sc- cameras. Uh, I hate him. Oh, my God. I hate, I hate it hate so that. much. So then he spills a glass of water on purpose and asks for Eliza. And I was like, no. This no, gave me no, like no. flashbacks to nine to five. And I was like, he's not going to do it. He can't do it. No, 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 no. I know. I was so scared. Cool. So she goes to clean this bill. And he says, he's microaggressing her so hard. Honestly, he's like, you're not much to look at, but I can't stop thinking about you. What? And he's also like, so you're a mute, right? But are you a silent mute or do you squawk? What? Gross. I hate him. I hate him. And then he tells her he likes it a whole lot that she's mute. And then gross, 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 gross. He says he bets he can make her squawk a little. Oh, then he gra- she grabs her bucket and runs, but like, ew, ugh, ew, 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 my skin, I have goosebumps, ugh, I hate it, so, ugh, my skin is crawling, I can't, I can't. So gross. When do you think he washed his hands today? <laughs> <laughs> that morning. That morning, yeah, you're right. Probably carried over from last night. Ah, oh, gross. So then we cut to the men's bathroom and Dimitri's in there setting up his needle to like inject the creature. And then Eliza gets to the locker room and tells Zelda that she's fine, but like she checks her watch and it's almost five. Yeah. So she's she's on a mission, but oh. also, ugh, I would, how do you shake that? Ugh, ugh, I know, but ugh. she goes to move the cameras like she's still on top of everything, yeah. which is just amazing. Good for her. Dimitri barges into Strickland's office to demand to delay the procedure. And Strickland's like, um, go outside and knock and then come back in. It's protocol. Like, and Dimitri's like, no, but this is like right now do or die. He's like, no. Go knock. Yeah, he's like treating him like a toddler oh. while reading a book called The Power of Positive Thinking. What an asshole. I hate this man. What an asshole. Because <laughs> the worst thing is like those guys always think that they're the best. I know. They're like, oh, I'm such a good guy. My conscience is so clear. Look at how positive I am. I just hate people. I hate black people and I hate women. Oh. Yeah. The I, no, yeah, mm. the worst. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so... While talking to Strickland, Dimitri notices one of the cameras being moved on the screen. Yes. <laughs> and so all the cameras are behind Strickland's desk, so his yeah, back is to everything. He's not looking. Yeah. 
He's not paying attention. The way that Dimitri has saved Eliza's life like three times in this movie. <laughs> I know, amazing. So Eliza preps a bunch of wet towels for the creature, and Dimitri catches her trying to unchain the creature and gives her the keys. Yes, and, but also, so to rewind a little bit, yeah, because we're cutting between Eliza prepping and Dimitri and Strickland talking. So Strickland's like, we kill it, you study it, we go home, my family and I settle down. So his whole thing is like, this is just work, like I'm just trying to go home. Yeah. Which, like, that part I understand, but also everything else about you is the worst. He's the worst. How are you so horrible of a human being? He sucks. You don't care about anybody but yourself. Anyway, yes, back to Eliza. Yeah, so he gives her some information for how to take care of the creature and tells her the lights will go out. Yes, and- oh, wait, again to remind. <laughs> yeah. Because Dimitri is saying that this creature is, like, capable of communication. Like, there's so much emotion there. Like, we need to study it and everything. And then Strickland... Does not care. He drops some slurs. Because you mentioned that there was an Italian slur in 9 to 5. There's an Asian slur in this movie. Yes, there is. So just so that we all know. Yeah. So Dimitri's saying, you know, it's capable of emotions and thinking and like being, you know, sentient. So then Strickland goes, so are the Soviets and the gooks and we still kill them, don't we? Ugh. Gooks is not a good word to use. Oh, FYI. I don't like that That word. is a slur against Asians. I believe it's mostly pointed at Koreans. Um, but anyway, I'm just explaining that to people so that they know not to use it and not to give them ideas to use it. Yeah, no, don't use it. Yeah. It's not cool. Anyway, moving on. Yes. Oh, God. I creep. So now we're, we're freeing the creature now. Yes. Strickland, not Strickland, Dimitri and Eliza are in there. He gives her stuff to take care of it and like tells her how. Yeah, he's like, like this percent of salt in the water. Yeah, he's like, use table salt. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, here's some algae to put in the water too. Oh, that's what that was. Okay. I don't know. I'm guessing it's green. He's like, just a strict strict raw meat diet. Yeah. So then I'm I like, was, oh, wow, cool. Okay. Yeah. I don't actually know what it was. I wanted to be like seaweed flakes, but like, sure. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Strickland signs the order to vivisect the creature in 12 hours. So like we're counting down. Uh-oh. Giles gets to the gate with his van and like fingers crossed. Now we're just like cutting between everyone. Yeah. Eliza gets down to the loading dock and Zelda stops her and she knows what's going She's on. She's like, what are you doing? She's like, you're breaking the law. You put this thing back right now. Gosh, Eliza. But I also want to know like when did Zelda find out about this? Because they haven't seen each other in a while. You know, she's just so intuitive. She is. Yeah. You know, they've been friends for 10 years. You're right. That was yeah. a silly question. She just, she knows. She's yeah. like, my friend changed once this creature came around. Yep. And yeah. now, so Giles is like stuck at security and he's like, oh, I can't do this. This is, just, <laughs> just let me in, please, sir. Just please let me in. Panicking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the one you want on your heist. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And Strickland is watching the video cameras again. Yeah. The security cameras. And he's like, why is there a laundry van? Who's that? What is that? And then this is when, um, what's um, what's the other guy's name? Fleming, the security Fleming, man. Fleming, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm sure it's just laundry day. And then Strickland's like, the fuck it isn't. Yeah, and he, he goes running. He checks the schedule and he's like, they're not on schedule tonight. So he goes running with his taser thing. Yeah. So he, yeah, he's out. Um, Dimitri tells Zelda and Eliza to hurry. Like he runs out to the loading deck and he's like, what are you doing? Hurry up. And then the lights shut off. That's when his box explodes. Yes. yes. So now they have five minutes yeah. to 10 minutes, but mostly five. And Zelda's like, fuck it, I'll help. <laughs> <laughs> That's a ride or die. Yeah. I respect that a lot. The gay guy is like, like pulls his gun out. I thought you said the gay guy. <laughs> no. Oh my God, no. I was like, Sophia. <laughs> no, the gate guy. Yeah. <laughs> Ta-ta. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't let the van go through and he like because he rubs the id he sees that it's a fake now so he's about to shoot giles yeah he holds his gun oh. up to giles and then he sees the lights go out, and dimitri shows up behind him and injects him oh he just killed him yeah and giles was like did you just kill that man and he's like shut up just get to the thing get to go, the gate go 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 
So, so now stupid. So they load the creature into the van. Giles is distracted though. He is not watching the road at all. He fully turned around. Well, as they're putting um, the creature in, he's like, it's so beautiful. And they're like, hello. (laughs) Do you have no sense of urgency? Like, do you understand the situation at all, Giles? So then he's, he starts driving and he's not paying attention. He just is staring at the creature. Drives straight into Strickland's new car, which is what he deserves. Yes. (laughs) Karma, baby. Yep. But then they have, they have to restart the car. It's like turning a few times and then Strickland and his guys come out so they start shooting at the van but finally the van starts going yeah so they get to manage to drive away and then as they like are gone that's when the lights turn back on yep so perfect eliza gets the fish man to her apartment and they she sets up a bath so he can stay there yep and i'm like so now what like you're just gonna keep him there forever yeah i guess so (laughs) we'll just be friends yeah she's never gonna shower again yeah you know strickland checks out the device that caused the power outage and says some racist stuff. <laughs> yep. And says that no one needs to know. So They have 24 hours before they have to report it. Yeah, he's like, we can take care of it. Like, no one needs to know. And Fleming says, oh, I already called it in. I called it in the second it happened. And Strickland's like, what he did you do? Not happy. I would have been so mad too. Yeah, so General Hoyt calls up real quick. And, and he's like, hey, buddy. He's like, he gives Strickland an earful on the phone. And he's like, you better Good. take care of this. And Strickland's like, you know, like, come on, man. Like, you know me. Like, you know me. I'm going to get it back. Like, come on, man. And he's like, you better. <laughs> I, that man. You know, anyway. Next yeah. day, Eliza's looking at a canal, like, you know, just for some options. And then at home, she writes in the calendar. She, uh, there's a sign that says, like, the canal will be open when it's, like, raining between, yeah. like, certain months. Yeah. Yeah. So and it leads sees, to the ocean. Yes. yes. And, like, it's very cl- – it's, like, right on the ocean. Yeah. So then she gets home and she writes down in her calendar that on the 10th, they will release the creature into the canal. Yay. So then she and Giles are unpacking some groceries and a lot of salt and she brings out a greeting card for the creature and she shows it to the creature and it says, glad to have you as a friend. And I'm like, girl, this thing cannot read. Yeah. Like, what? That's true. But he- Cute, but- Yeah, he points at it and then holds her hand, which I thought was really cute. That was cute. Yeah. But also, it can't read. Yeah, I know. Come but on. What, it's the gesture. It's the gesture. Yeah. So we cut to Eliza in the elevator going to work with Zelda. And yes. Zelda's freaking out. This would be me. She's like, you act like you don't know anything. Oh, my God. I hope they don't talk to me. I'm She's, not good at lying. Same. <laughs> <laughs> same girl. They get off the elevator. It is 100% high security. And yeah. Zelda's like, oh, no. Yeah. Strickland's in his office talking to some men who theorized that the whole thing was done by an elite group who had money, tools, and resources to pull off this heist. I and love toxic masculinity when it's so stupid. Yeah. And Strickland looks over at Eliza and like Ugh. the camera pans on her. Ugh. And I was like, oh no. Ugh, in a gross way. Ugh. Hated yeah. it. Yeah. And she also hates it. She like looks dead at his eye and then she walks away. Yeah. But then now the security guys are talking about how like it has to have been a force of like at least 10 men. And I'm like, you guys, it was two women. Yeah. It was one woman. One woman. <laughs> and a gay man. And a gay man. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut to Giles with the creature. He's doing a portrait, which is great. That's how you pass your time. Love that. Just keeping so the fish man like, company. Yeah, it's they're so talking. And he's like, so have you always been alone? What, like, what's your, what's your deal here? Like, I've been alone. I get it. Like, do you know what happened to you in your life? Because I don't know what happened in my life. And he's just going on. Like, you know, just old people talk. But it, the, the creature's probably just so relieved. Yeah. To like not be poked and prodded and yeah. to just be chilling while this man's just hanging out drawing him. And like, I don't even know what you're saying, sir. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're saying, but I'm picking up good vibes from you and exactly. I'm just going to relax yeah. here in my little tub with so, my little algae. 
And you know what? It's it's a little small, but I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're back in the office and security dude Fleming is bringing Eliza and Zelda to Strickland because he says that, you know, they both punched out at, at just before the incident. So, you know, whatever. It's your obligation to report anything that may have seemed out of sorts or trivial. At any mansplains what trivial means. So Ugh. then Zelda's like, uh, no, I didn't see anything out of sorts. And then Eliza says the same. So then he says, like, um, what about Hofstadt or uh, Dimitri? Like, do you did you see anything weird with him? And then Zelda's like, oh, you mean the man who works in that lab every single day and has to go in and out of it every single day? No, I don't see anything out of sorts with him. Yeah, because I guess he saw Dimitri walking on the security footage, so like it made him suspicious. Yeah, or because he's the only one that like wanted to push the thing back. Yeah, so he's he's you know number one to them. Yeah, exactly. So then Strickland's like, oh my god, what the fuck am I doing? I'm talking to the shit cleaners, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. Calm down, buddy. So rude. So he makes them leave and Eliza signs fuck you at him and he loses it because he doesn't know what she's saying. Love that. And but also hate that. Love that for her. Hate that for him. Yeah. And Zelda's like, she's saying thank you. And like, yeah. <laughs> tries to get them to go. But like, that's the thing. Like, so there was this time which anybody like I'm sure I don't know if you've experienced this, but anybody that like whose family speaks a different language, like I remember being in Chinatown this one time and uh, it's actually funny because my dad was like protecting them. But um, the, the people who owned the restaurant, they were saying like, they were joking about the white couple Mm -hmm. being and nothing like crazy, but they were probably saying something like, Oh, they just don't understand what they're doing or like, they don't understand what they're eating here or something. So then they look to my dad and they go, what is he saying? First of all, you don't know that my dad understands them. But second of all, my dad was like, Oh, they're just saying some, they're just joking. Cause I think my dad laughed. Maybe that's why they thought that he understood. But they were basically like, you know, the whole thing about like you speak a different language and then like the one person who doesn't understand like takes offense to it. Yeah, that's a weird thing to assume about someone else though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's happened to me many a time. I mean, I've done that to someone else by accident. I Ugh. felt really bad immediately afterwards. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> but like that's what that's what this is. But in like the very, very, very um insecure way yeah. the very fragile way that he's freak he's losing his entire shit over this yeah because she's using sign language at him <laughs> like are you serious come on get over it yeah so i just then, feel like okay bye <laughs> yeah but so then back at home the creature steps out of the tub because giles fell asleep and is now looking around giles's apartment so then he sees that there's a ton of of drawings of the creature for a second i thought their apartment was connected at the bathroom because i was very confused as right. to how he got into giles apartment so right. quick. yeah but then i realized like their doors are their front doors are like right next to each other oh i thought we were just in giles's tub we were i was confused too for a second but we were in eliza's tub right yeah so i don't know i was just confused as to how it just ended up in giles apartment yeah but so um the creature spots giles cat Uh and i'm like "Uh (laughs) uh-oh and then off screen we hear a screech and then giles wakes out and then he's like no (laughs) and then we're like no 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 so the creature had lunch yeah <laughs> yeah and did and um now it seems like the creature is because so when giles like screamed no the creature got scared and ran away so now i'm like the cre- he's out there and alone all alone in the world yeah like he didn't like freak out but he was like no 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 don't do that and the creature claws at giles and then runs out of the place yeah so hofstetter catches eliza and asks her how the creature is she says fine and tells her when she plans to release the creature he tells her to do it as soon as possible and then she gets an urgent phone call from giles she leaves work. She goes to him. Surprisingly, he's not mad at the creature for yeah, killing his cat. I respect that. Yeah, he's like, it's just a wild creature. Like, he's scared. Like, at I least understand. he didn't eat the other cat. Yeah. 
So, but like also, wow, like I would be, like, you know, if it's your pet, I'd be so upset. I would be upset I'd too. be heartbroken. But Giles also had like three cats. That's true. Which was weird. I thought he only had one cat. I only saw one cat. The whole time we only saw one cat. Yeah. Then this cat dies. There's another cat. He's like, it's fine. I have that one. Yeah. And then that one looks just like the one that just died. But then towards the end of the movie, we see two more cats. (laughs) And I was like, where did all these cats come from? I don't know, man. (laughs) So then Eliza goes out to look for the creature and she sees a bloody handprint on the side of the building. She sees another one by a door. So then she goes into the theater. They're so lucky it didn't get very far. Right? (laughs) But she's. It could have gone anywhere. The creature is in the theater all alone, and I'm wondering, like, a, sh- a movie is playing, so why is there nobody there? So weird. Is- well, I mean, the landlord did say that the theater hasn't been doing well. That sucks. So I guess we had to establish that the theater hasn't been doing well to show that there's no audience. Right. Yeah. But also, how long has the creature been out of water too? That was the other <laughs> thing that I was realizing. <laughs> but then she goes down to the creature. She calms it down. She like puts her hand on its chest and like has a moment with it. Yeah. And then um, now we're upstairs and we're taking care of Giles's arm and the creature is petting the cats now. So he learns. He knows how to be gentle. Yep. <laughs> and then he goes over to Giles to be like, I'm so sorry. But he does the thing, you know, how an avatar when they touch the hairs. Yeah. They do a similar thing here where the creature puts his full palm on Giles's head. And then he puts Giles's hand on his head. And then he starts to glow. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, are we magic now? What's happening? Yeah. And then the fish man touches Giles' boo-boo but, and glows. And he's like, it's okay, buddy. Like, it's all right. It's fine. Yeah, I forgive you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to the next day and Strickland is questioning Dimitri. And uh, Strickland calls him, so Mr. Hofstadter. And then he cuts him off and goes, doctor, it's Dr. Hofstadter to you? It's protocol. Protocol. Love that. Love a dig. Yeah. Strickland is just sitting here trying to grill this man. But our good bud double agent is just not intimidated. Not intimidated. And he's like, so Strickland's like, so it seems like you've been working with us for like mm, 10 years now. Uh, Do you plan on leaving us? And then uh, Dimitri goes, well, you said that you had good chance of finding the creature. So as long as you find the creature, I'm going to stick around. And then he like walks away. So it's like one of those like, I'll stick around if it, but it's on you, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. No pressure. Yeah. All the pressure though. (laughs) So we cut to Eliza putting the creature back in the tub and she's touching him to like see where he glows. And he he, like touches her back and then she runs out in a huff. Oh, because he pulled her collar. Oh, so to touch like, yeah, collarbone area. No, because her scars. Oh, oh, right. right. So she's like very insecure about her scars. So she ran away. Yes. She gets ready for bed. And so she's got like her nightgown and her robe on. But then decides to go back to the fish man and then she undresses and gets in the tub with him. (sighs) Nice. (laughs) Sick. Yeah. (laughs) And then she closes the curtain and then, you know, it's implied that they they do the thing. And I'm like, Eliza, there is bacteria and other organisms on that creature and certain slimes that do not belong inside of you. Uh, She was risking it all. Risking it all, man. And it's worth it because she is all smiles at work the next day. She is having the time. (laughs) Yeah, she's turned around. She's smitten. But also, like, I hope she at least peed after, you know? I don't know. You want to get an HDMI. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully they knew that back then to do that. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, so. I just, uh, there's so many things that do not belong up there, right? You know? (laughs) So many. So many things. (laughs) You don't know what kind of, like, other organisms is on the creature. Yeah. Just, you know, I don't, I don't know. Or the salt, that, where the salt killed all the bacteria, though. Maybe. That's true. That's an idea. So the creature, I mean, the creature's probably cleaner by any man in, <laughs> any man in, in that world. That doesn't, you're right. <laughs> he's chilling in salt water. You're right. He's you're so right. clean. You're right. I take it back. She, he's the best option for her. <laughs> so yes, now we're at work the next day. She Wait, is. Well, she's on the bus, right? Oh, yes. And all of a sudden she's controlling the raindrops. 
Right. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, and we watched two raindrops moving around each other and then coming together. And I'm like, if that's supposed to represent her and the fish man, that's cute as fuck, and I love it. I bet you it was. <laughs> it's Guillermo. It, yeah. it had to have a, me- a meaning. Oh, it had to. So then now she's at work and Zelda's like, why are you smiling so much? So then she, she like... She figures it out. She's like, no. <laughs> How? <laughs> why? So, so then Eliza like signs how the, the little pee-pee comes out. <laughs> and Zelda's like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> so then she's just talking about it. And, and Eliza's like, yes, mm-hmm, it did happen that way. <laughs> and Zelda is very surprisingly supportive. I mean. You know what? She has to have supportive people in her life. I would support you if they're, you banged a They're basically man. their only two friends. Thank you. <laughs> I like to think that I maybe wouldn't um, choose a fish man first. But again, you know, if nobody else understands me except for this fish man who sees me as complete. The fish man will treat you right. The fish man yeah, you're right. He knows what's up. And you know what? Good for me. So now, now Dimitri is ironing at home and gets a knock at the door. So it's the old man and the sidekick. And they come in. He's got no pants on. But it's important business. Yeah, so... We're just so, going to have this serious conversation in my, yep. my box. They're saying that the extraction papers are almost ready. And he's like, do you guys want some butter cake? <laughs> so the the um, the muscle guy's like, oh, hell yeah. Because he notices a gun yeah. on the one guy. So he cuts a piece of the butter cake and then hides the knife behind his back. Because mm-hmm. he's like, just in case. Yeah. I'm but it's a butter knife. Me. Yeah. I what know. is that going to do? It's poor planning. I mean, it's something. But like, what's it going to do? A wound. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, what did you do with the corpse of the creature? And he's like, I did an autopsy. Didn't find anything interesting. And the uh, how disappointing would that have to be? Like, if that actually happened, you did the autopsy, and it's like godlike creature, like, which is boring. Yeah, I'd be so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd be like, all this for nothing for that? Just a fish? Just a fish? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so then we cut back to Strickland. Oh, I'm like, so before they leave, they're just saying, you know, just wait for my call, and then and then they leave. Yeah, they're so s- we're still kind of just on call for the extraction. They're scary looking dudes. Yeah, they are scary dudes. Now we cut to Strickland's house and the kids are playing, but he's not paying attention to them. Zoning out. And then the wife is trying to talk to him. And then he just walks out. Yeah. He runs into the car and... Um, his broken car. Yeah. It's storming. His car is broken down. And yeah. he's like in there just zoning out and he like sniffs his fingers. His gross fingers. Because they're like gray at this point. They're disgusting. They're not healing. Yeah. And, and then he squeezes just ugh, those the most just pus and just gross, like the healing juices that are all in there. Ugh. I thought he was going to pull them off. Ugh, not yet. <laughs> I know. I, I know. And then he does it later. And I was ugh. like, oh, no. That's why I texted you. I was like screaming at midnight to you. And I was like, just close your eyes. Just close your eyes. You don't want to see it. You don't want to see it. I kept them open. But <laughs> I had to watch. And, and my stomach hurt immediately. <laughs> and my stomach's hurting right now thinking about Oops. it. Oops. But he, his, they are not healing. No, they're not. They're so, rotting. Oof. So now Eliza's in the bathroom again and flooding her sink and stuffing the door, like looking at the, the creature. She's like, hey, winks at it and be like, hey, guess what we're going to do? Hmm. That's a smooth wink. Yeah, thank you. Ooh. I'm good at winking sometimes. I'm a little flustered. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> your, your heart's a little pitter-patter. <laughs> so now she's, yeah, she's just stuffing her bathroom, flooding it. And she's like, and, we're going to bathe together. Yeah, I'm like, that's not going to go down well. Like, you're going to have to pay for so much repairs. Yeah. You're losing the deposit on that thing for sure. <laughs> yeah, and we watch the water drip under the floor and into the theater. And then we see that it drips on some people and then it drips into somebody's mouth. And I'm like, oh. 
Oh my god. <laughs> floor. Oh, just gross bathroom floor water. I could. Oh, I would puke immediately. I, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Giles wakes up and he, he notices he has hair on top of his head. Oh, good for him. And oh my god, the fish man healed his balding. And his arm wound is gone. Yeah. Amazing. But his moment's killed very quickly. Yes. Because a landlord comes banging on the door on Eliza's door. We don't know out. if that's the landlord though. Because so this is why I got confused. I thought that was a landlord. Then yeah. that's the theater manager who comes banging on his door saying to fix the pipes or else I'm not paying my rent anymore. I'm moving out. So now is Giles the landlord? Yeah, I don't know. Because he is like, he came out and he was like, oh, I'll take care of it. Right. So I'm confused yeah, about the whole situation here. Who was the landlord? Either way, he goes over to Eliza's room, opens the bathroom door because it's just spitting water at the seams. Yeah. And then the water floods out. And then he finds them naked hugging. And he's like, oh, and closes the door back on them. Yeah. Before that happens, though, we cut to her bathroom filled with water. Yes. And she's swimming with the fish man, and they're kind of like underwater dancing. Mm-hmm. It's very sweet. Yeah. And then- Very, um, very fantasy, very Guillermo. Yeah. It was very nice. And then that's when Giles comes over and like- it Ruins their moment. Ruins it. But they're embracing, and he's- And the fish man's glowing. Yes. Oh glowing with love oh wow does that mean he's happy i hope so yeah and so after words they're talking about it and giles is laughing because he's like i'm towel drying my hair my hair eliza hair follicles my hair eliza do you see it (laughs) he's like i you're in love whatever but my hair (laughs) yeah then we cut to Strickland's buddy Fleming spying on Hofstadter. <laughs> this man is so uh, not chill. Yeah. Not sleek about it at all. He's like straight up watching out of his car window. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, open your windows. I'm trying to watch you. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. <laughs> so then um, obviously Dimitri knows. Yeah. And he can see him being spied on. Yeah. So then he gets a call and he, uh, the people on the other end, the, the old man says the extraction will happen in 48 hours. That's too many hours. That's a lot of hours. That's too many. So then we cut to Eliza checking on the canal. And then we see Giles has a drawing of her hugging the creature. It's just, you know, the same way that he walked in on them on. Mm -hmm. And then now the creature is looking out the window and longingly staring at the rain. So he's also having a hard time breathing. And I'm like, just go back in the water. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) Hello? I also love watching the rain. It's calming. Water in general is just very soothing. It is. No matter what form it is. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so then now we're at the building and Hoyt is waiting for Strickland in his office and he updates, Strickland updates him that the creature isn't back yet, but like, hold on though. Like I keep my promises. You know, I'm a man of honor. Hoyt is just not a happy camper. No. Yeah. But so now Strickland has the nerve to ask for his sympathy yeah, in this economy. Yeah. He's like, you've known me a long time and this is one failure, but like we're good, right? Like remember that one battle that we did together? Like, come on, you know, I'm good for it. Yeah. And Hoyt is like, yeah, we don't fuck up, so you have 36 . hours. Yeah, good. Or else you're done. Oh. That's what he gets. And he let also, him know that he's expendable. Yeah. He also threatens Strickland in like the weirdest way and tells yeah. him to fix everything. He's like, you know, because we also could just move on without you, and then you'll just be in an alternate universe where you don't matter, and then you'll just be nothing. And you know what? It'll be fine because everything will be undone and whatever. And he says basically because Strickland is asking for some decency or whatever. Yeah. So he's like, so then get some real decency and unfuck this mess. Ooh. And I think he deserves that. Yeah, he does. For being such an asshole. Yeah. So then Strickland bursts into the bathroom, thought he was going to cry. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> he downs a bunch of painkillers. Yes. I'm like, that can't help this problem solving part of your brain. You know, I'm sure his fingers would heal more if he would just wash his hands. 
Yeah. Oh, and at this point, we see that his fingers have turned black. Yeah, that is gross. And I'm like, has he not been taking care of those? No. Don't doctors give you a whole list of instructions so that doesn't happen? But you know it's gay to listen to doctors, so. Yeah. Must be. (laughs) Or I was also thinking, could they be rotting because of the power of the fish man? Oh. I would say more. I doubt he's taking care of his fingers. Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) Because <laughs> I think it's because, I mean, it could be like some kind of stuff that the fish put into his body as he sliced him open. But I would say it's more so um, probably like just poor stitching job yeah. at the um, I surgery. Was, I was thinking if the fish man's able to heal, yeah. maybe he can do the opposite. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 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 Could be a thing. Could be. So now we see that it is the 10th or at least tomorrow's the 10th. Basically, it's it's going to be released day soon. Yeah, like Eliza rips her calendar. Yep. And I don't know if it how does How do those calendars work? Do you rip it onto today's day or do you rip today's day off and show tomorrow's day? See, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I think it goes by person. <laughs> Fuck. I would rip to reveal today's day. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. So I thought today was the 10th, but then they went through their whole day and I was like, I don't, wh- what? I don't know, man. <laughs> okay. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. So she looks at the page she ripped and the back of it has the thought of the day and it says life is just a shipwreck of our plans and i was uh-huh. like damn i'm feeling that one yeah yeah i had a very stressful day yesterday oh i'm sorry and i was like oh and we actually then, didn't talk yesterday <laughs> no, <we> did not. <laughs> do we need to talk about this afterwards no i'm okay now okay <laughs> no i and immediately after i was done with everything i was stressed out about i was like why was i stressing <laughs> that's how it works every single time, every single time. that's <laughs> how that's just how it is oh yeah but so now eliza is like kind of saying her goodbyes across the table like she's sitting across the table from the creature but and she's she gave signing it food so like a typical man it wasn't paying attention to her <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> so then she starts signing you never know how much i love you you never oh. know how much i care but then she starts to the lights go down everywhere except for on eliza and then she starts to sing yeah and i'm like what she started oh, speaking on. and i was like oh my god my heart elisa yeah and it turns black and white and suddenly the movie becomes a musical mm-hmm. and she starts singing at the fish man and dances with him just like you'll never know how much i love you and it's like a beautiful sequence it was really so nice. eloquent yeah so <laughs> they were doing like ballroom basically or i don't know waltz or whatever and uh this <laughs> it was just funny to see the fish man doing a dance yeah it was pretty fun and like in in such an eloquent way too <laughs> It's interesting that that costume was pretty seamless. Yeah. And like there's one spot where you could kind of be like, maybe that's a separation. But with the way it was shaped, you're like, that could easily just be part of the design. Right. And I was like, ah, I can't figure out how they put this thing on him. This movie won Oscars and I don't know if it won like special effects or costume, but I feel like it it should have deserved at least a nomination. (laughs) Yeah. But. So now we come back to real life. We transition out of that. Yes. By her just signing at him. Yeah. And the creature just straight up again, not even paying attention to the food. Yeah, exactly. So, oh. So now Zelda's at work and here's Eliza crying in the locker room. So she asks oh. what's wrong. And then we go back to Eliza's apartment to see that the creature is shedding its scales and the blood is coming out of its mouth and very much dying. Yeah. And Zelda's like, I'm going to call Dimitri. Yeah. But she calls and he just left his building. They just missed him. Ugh. Yeah. So outside, Strickland and Fleming are staking out uh, Dimitri's apartment Mm -hmm. and popping more pills. Yeah. And the dude makes a comment about how Strickland doesn't look well and how bad his fingers smell. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, dude, um, it kind of smells really bad in here. Your fingers are black. They're probably straight up decomposing. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. Oh, man. Ugh. 
and Strickland ki- kicks this guy out of his car. He's and like, he's like, shut up. He's like, this is my car. And he's like, yeah, but I'm going to follow that guy. This so. is the first time I feel like I've ever seen somebody be like, no, this yeah. is my car. Get your own car. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm driving. Why am I driving your car? Right. Why was he behind the wheel of his car? I don't know. Come on, guy. It definitely has to do with one of those like um, ego things. It's got to be. But anyway, so then they follow him and we're back at that factory place where they, they did the passwords and the uh, the secret language the things. Pick up spot. Yeah. Yeah. So then Dimitri is waiting and a car pulls up and then there's no passwords this time, but the dude shoots Dimitri like three times. Yeah. No kill shots though. No, he's just injured. And then Strickland shows up and shoots that guy and the other guy. Yes. And Strickland is like, why were you speaking Russian? And then puts his finger into one of the bullet wounds. Oh, he got shot in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a bullet wound in his mouth. So he picks him up and drags him. Oh my God. That feels like the worst thing. And he's like. It has to be so painful. Yeah. And he's screaming. Yeah. So Strickland interrogates Hofstetter since he's going to die anyway. He asks about all the names for the strike team, who took the asset, their ranks, this and that, and goes on about his favorite candy and connects it with torturing him. Yeah, he basically says, like, when I'm nervous, I bite down onto it. And when I just, like, just for normal times, I just like to, you know, like, suck and, like, let it let take it be. take my time. Yeah. Yeah. So then, basically, he's saying that so that he can take his time with the torturing of Dimitri. So then Dimitri says, no names, no ranks, they clean. And then Strickland bites down into his candy because he's like, oh, I got fucked over by some women. Yeah, and Dimitri's, like, laughing at him. I would cackle at him. And I was like, damn, come on, guy. You could have just died. Like, right. just just go. Like, you didn't have to also throw anyone under the bus yeah you didn't have to snitch he didn't have to snitch yeah he really didn't but also i would have laughed at him so hard yeah it must have just been satisfying to see his face yeah yeah so then we cut to zelda making dinner yep and strickland knocks on her door we meet brewster finally brewster's her husband who she's always talking about yeah talk shit about yeah (laughs) (laughs) get your shit together but yes strickland busts in yeah why does he know where his cleaning staff lives because he looked at their files. Oh, that's right. Okay. I was going to be like, why do you care about your cleaning staff? Because he's a nosy bitch. Ugh. He's all fucked up on pills. Yeah. And questions her about the creature. And then... In- soaking wet too, by the way. Yeah. So he's bringing that into her house. That is so disrespectful. Yeah, because it's pouring raining. He then intimidates her with a Bible story like a good Christian does. Oh. And, <laughs> and yeah, so he's all fucked up in her space, like armed he also has a gun on him of course he does yeah it's the samson store so uh, also what happens to he has zelda like pushed against a wall so then uh, brewster's still in his chair he tries to stop him for a second so then strickland screams at him to like sit down so he sits right back down yeah which also like what do you do in that situation you can't really do anything right like you're gonna die well that and it's the 60s so they can't really retaliate anyway like you just have to listen and uh, yeah like they're a black couple they have to just take it so which is the worst yeah strickland goes on this thing about samson and his story which is something about like the last minute the lord gave him his strength back for one last time and then this is when he decides like he is equating himself to samson and says like you know i got my one last thing of strength so then he rips his two fingers off and throws them in front of Zelda, yeah, throws them somewhere in her house. In her so house. now she has to clean that up again. Ugh. I would be so mad and also disgusted. Gross. And then he says that, um, he says something about how, like, you know, he dies, but he gets every single one of those motherfuckers. So then he slams the wall next to Zelda, and I jumped. Yeah, this whole time, Zelda's not making a peep. She is not talking. She's not budging. And then her husband spills the beans. He a says, the mute girl took it, and I heard my wife on the phone talking about it. Wow. Because he, like, pinned it all on Eliza. Yeah. 
which like I don't blame him for I pinning don't blame it him on for that. Eliza. I like, get he's it. Trying to protect his wife. Yeah, but yeah. So then Zelda goes off to call Eliza, and then Brewster tries to hang up, and then she's like, he says that she broke the law, and she's like, all of these years you haven't said shit, and today you want to snitch? <laughs> yeah. So then she calls Eliza to warn her <laughs> to warn her that Strickland is literally on his way. Yeah. So Strickland shows up immediately. Barges, Parks really bad. Yeah. Barges right into their apartment, and luckily they're not there. They made it to the canal. Phew. And Strickland sees the calendar that says rain and dock, so he knows just where to go. But first, he tears up the entire apartment. Yeah. Because why wouldn't he? Yeah, why? <laughs> Let me fuck this place up first. Yeah. <laughs> Giles and Eliza help the fish man to the water, since yes. he's not feeling too hot. They say their goodbyes. It's very cute with Giles and the fish man. They do the head touch thing again. Yeah. He's so emotional. Yes. He's much more emotional than Eliza. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's like my hair. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me my hair back. Yeah. I mean, he changed his life. Yeah, he really that did. Brought, gave him his confidence back. So then now it's Eliza and the fish man at the, like, the edge of the canal. And he wants her to go with him. Yeah, then she's Aww. like, no, just you alone. Like, you understand. Like, you have to go. Aww. So then Strickland sneaks up behind Giles and punches him in the face and then shoots the creature twice in the chest and then he shoots Eliza in the gut. Fuck that guy. He's the worst. So now I the two him. of them are, like, dying next to each other. Yeah, they're laying next to each other. She grabs Ugh. his hand. Yeah. Giles gets up, grabs a board, and attacks Strickland with it. Slams it in his face. Yeah. It's what he deserves. Good. Fuck that guy. Yeah. The fish man wakes back up and is glowing, heals his gunshot wound. Hello, Wolverine. Yeah. He goes up to Strickland, and he, like, touches his chest, and the gunshot wound completely disappears. Mm -hmm. And Strickland says, fuck, you are a god. And then the fish man, like, Slits kills. his throat. Yeah. Oh, love that. Police show up. And Immediate action. Yeah, right? <laughs> Good. Police show up, and I was like, how do they know to be there? But then Zelda was with them, so yes. I was like, oh. <laughs> Imagine the power that Zelda felt in that moment. Yeah. She's like, oh, these are my policemen now. <laughs> yeah. The fish man takes Eliza from Giles and jumps into the water with her. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so they do end up leaving together. But I was also like, so can she breathe on their water now? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, how is she, how is this working? Yeah. I'm with it. I was just like wondering how it was like, what, what was happening here? <laughs> She's just, he's going to kill her underwater. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Underwater, Eliza's floating and the fish man swims around her while glowing. Yes. And I'm like, oh, something's going to happen. Ooh. He takes her face in his hands and kisses her. And I was like, damn, my heart is melting for a fish man. Oops. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, if he understands you, he understands you. <laughs> fish man wouldn't hurt you. Fish man would not hurt you. <laughs> he would heal you. <laughs> And give you hair. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Well, how, how do you beat that? And Eliza's neck scars fucking become gills. That's what I, okay. I was like, there's something with the neck and I see it and I just wasn't seeing it, they but become, I know it was becoming something. They become gills and she comes back to life. Oh, see, okay. That makes sense. Because I was thinking, I think I was expecting them to like fade away. Like he was going to give her her voice back or something. But that makes more sense that they become gills and, and they live in the water forever together. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. And then Giles comes back as our narrator and says yes. what happened after. They probably lived happily ever after. And then we end the movie on them embracing and Giles reading a poem. Yeah. And he says, like, if, if I could tell you, like, this is back to this, the first voiceover that he gave in the beginning. He says that, you know, I can only tell you a poem that somebody wrote hundreds of years ago, which is, unable to perceive the shape of you, I found you all around me. Your presence fills my eyes with your love. It humbles my heart and you are everywhere. Oh. End of movie. Oh. I'm not a good poet re poem reader. I'll I'll get into that. Neither am I. I. Um, but either way, great movie. I loved it. I was so emotional for like 20 minutes after this was done. Oh. <laughs> I was like really in my feels. You're like the fucking fish man. I like literally set up my pillows and then like went into them and put my hood all the way down. <laughs> 
When will a man ever treat me like that? (laughs) I was like, oh my God. Where's the fishmen in my life? (laughs) So, okay. I cannot express how much I loved the soundtrack for this movie. Yeah. It was so amazing. And also, again, Guillermo does not miss. Those are my takeaways. And I did decide to sign us up for Letterboxd after after watching this (laughs) to see how we could just start like, you know, being in that world of things. But the reviews on Letterboxd for this movie. Oh my God. Amazing. They're so funny. (laughs) <laughs> but also such a good movie. Do you have any favorites? I didn't write any of them down. Damn. Because it was kinda... like midnight and I was like, oh, ha, ha. And then I went to bed. <laughs> Damn, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I also have to learn how to use Letterboxd. We can we can learn how to use that together. Ooh. But that's a new thing that we're on that we're going to see if we can like keep up. You know, it makes sense for us. I don't know why we didn't join earlier. Yeah, that, that does make sense for us to do. Yeah. But Funny. anyway, that's The Shape of Water. Our movies are just going to be five star and one star. Yeah, that's it. There's no in between. <laughs> yeah. We're never going to be like, this was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was average. Yeah. We did watch it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you. This is episode 98. So remember to recommend an episode 100 movie for us. That is so exciting. I Yeah, I'm pumped. I can't, I can't believe-, believe we did that. Yeah. Were you going to say that? Yeah. I can't, I'm sorry I cut you off. No, you're fine. I didn't mean to. I should have just continued so we were in sync. That would have been so fun. Let's <laughs> do it again. I can't believe. <laughs> but um, yeah, so 100 episode is coming up soon. Yeah. And we need some movie recommendations. So let us know what we should watch. Yes. And absolutely. And I guess that's it, right? Follow us on the social medias at Chatty Media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now Letterboxd. Uh, we are on all of the streaming platforms that you can find a podcast on. So tell your friends to listen to us. Absolutely. It's so easy to find us. Yeah. I, which I think so. I wasn't saying that sarcastically. I think it's easy to find okay. us. Phew. And also, if you need a theme song, you should 100% call Jessica Damari. Yeah. And on that note, Bye. bye.